Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Understanding debt reduction. Debt reduction can be a daunting task, overwhelmed and not sure how to start. Get paper and pen out. Get ready to list the steps needed to reduce debt. First, a list in the order to proceed towards debt reduction. Then we'll explain that list. But before I get started, I have a link and article from the Nerd Wallet, and I'm just going to cover one section of it. What not to do. If you're over, sometimes overwhelming debt becomes the devastating swiftness, a health crisis, unemployment, or natural disaster. Or maybe it becomes little at a time, and now creditors and collection agencies are pressing you to pay, and you just can't. If you're feeling overwhelmed by debt, here are some things not to do. Don't pay secure debt like a car payment late in order to pay an unsecured debt like a credit card or hospital bill. You could lose that collateral that secures that debt, your car. Don't borrow against the equity in your home. You're putting your home at risk of foreclosure. And you may be turning unsecured debt that could be wiped out in bankruptcy into secured debt that can't. Don't withdraw money from your retirement savings in order to repay unsecured debt. This is financial suicide. Think twice about borrowing money from workplace retirement accounts as well. If you lose your job, the loans can become inadvertent withdrawals and trigger a tax bill which is the last thing you need. Don't make decisions based on creditors are pressuring you the most. That may lead to actions that aren't in your best interest. Instead, take time to research your options and choose the best ones for your situation. So don't pay debt by borrowing money against your home or your automobile to pay credit cards. And we're going to cover later how you handle medical bills. Because I've done this in the past and I've gotten away with it. So I'm sure everybody can do it. This article is from the nerdwallet.com. Finance, find debt relief. And that's what not to do. So let's get started. You got your paper and pencil ready or pen. I'm going to give you a list of things you do and pretty much the order you have to do them, which they all can be done at the same time, mostly. So number one, quit borrowing money. Quit using your credit card. Number two, pay the minimum balance on all your debt or all your loan. Pay the minimum balance only. Number three, set up a savings account if you don't have one. If you have a savings account with a little bit of money in there, that's good. You need to increase your emergency fund. 
you need to get $1,000 set aside in your savings account. You call it an emergency fund. We're going to explain the reason later. Number four, get all your statements in order. Collect all your credit card statements. Everything that you owe money on that you're paying on time or whatever. Get them in order. Mostly your credit card bills. If you have payday loans, pawn shop loans, or any other type of loans that are not secure debt, meaning they don't, they're not holding collateral. You didn't give them something to hold or they don't have the title to your car, stuff like that. We might got to get all those statements together. Why the statements? You may know what they are. Maybe you don't. Maybe you've been avoiding looking at it, but we got to look at it. We got to know where you stand. In order to do that, you need your statements. The next one, which I forgot the number, I believe is five, is put them in order by the highest rate of interest first to the lowest rate of interest. You can do that in a spreadsheet. Number six, if you're not tracking your spending, you got to start doing it. And I'm not saying, well, I'm tracking it because it's online on my bank account. I can go and look at it. Well, that's fine and dandy, but that's not tracking your spending. You need to have a check register that you keep track of. It can be online, a separate account from your checking account. It's not your online checking account. I use countabout.com. It's simple, easy, and cheap. About $10 a year, a little less than $10 a year. And it does everything you need to do. It has the categories already set up. You can start entering directly in there. Do not link your checking account to it because you want to manually do it. So start tracking. Number seven, create a budget. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. That's all you need to do. You get that stuff together and start doing it. You're going to get your spending under control. You're going to get your debt under control. At the needless, the fair minimum, you're going to know how much you owe, who you owe, when it's due, and the amount of interest you're paying on it. And why is all that important? Well, we're going to talk about that now. One, quit creating new debt. That's probably the hardest step of all. You got to start paying for all your needs with your debit card through your checking account or cash. Nowadays, it's most likely going to be a debit card, but you're not going to be paying for your needs using a credit card where you're not paying off the balance. Just quit doing that. So if you are living paycheck to paycheck, it's going to take you some time, but you got to get yourself quit creating more debt. Quit using them credit cards. Quit borrowing money. And you do that by paying for cash for everything. And if you're really in dire straits and you have a lot of debt, then you got to pay for all your needs with your debit card or cash, same thing, and quit buying things that are wants. Needs are 
housing, transportation, food, clothing. Only buy the things you need and going to use from paycheck to paycheck. You, If you got rent due, then you know it's coming up in a week or two. You need to make sure you have enough money left in your pay in your checking account a week or so before. So don't spend it so that when your rent becomes due, you can pay it on time. You got to pay all your bills on the due date and quit paying late fees and quit paying interest because that's killing you. If you hadn't already figured it out, that's killing you. So once you get converted and you're paying from what you're getting from your paycheck and you're paying for all your needs, you're in pretty good shape. Now, also part of that needs is the minimum payment on all your debt, all your credit cards. Now you hear people say, well, you got to make an extra payment on that credit card or you'll never get paid off. If you keep paying the minimum payment, you'll never get it paid off. Well, we have a plan. That's what this plan is. We want to first build up a, an emergency fund of a minimum of $1,000, which is step three. Once you get that money set aside, the reason you're doing that is so if something would come up, say you're in an accident or your child breaks an arm or a leg, or if you blow a tire on your car, you have some money available to pay for it for that emergency only. Okay, once you have $1,000, then you continuing putting the same thing, put your extra money into that savings account and you build it up until you have roughly $3,000, which is $2,000 greater than your emergency fund. You do that because while you're building it up, you're just getting a bigger and bigger emergency fund. So if something would happen, you don't have to use credit to pay for it. Trying to get you off of using credit. Once you have the $3,000 in there, all your bills are paid and you don't have any big bills coming up in the next, you know, couple weeks, then you can take that $2,000 and apply it to a credit card or one of your debt. Now, which one do you need to pay first? To get started, I recommend you pay off whichever one has the lowest balance. So if $2,000 will pay off a credit card, you want to do that. If it's going to get it close to paying off, you want to do that so that you can make uh, some progress in this journey. And once you get that first one paid down to zero, you'll feel good. Don't overreact. Don't go out and spend a bunch of money because you want to keep that credit card at zero. And do not close that account. Keep that credit card open because if you close that account, cancel that card because it's paid off, your available credit will go down and that will hurt your credit score. So you want to keep the available credit, but don't use that credit card. Maybe every 60 days or so, put a small charge on there like $10 and pay it off right away. The next payday, pay it off so it's always at zero. 
You don't want to be paying any late fees or interest on any of your credit cards. So that's what we're trying to get you out of. And then you just build up your emergency fund again. And it's over and over and over. And you build it back up to $3,000 or maybe a little bit more than second time. But you only take out $2,000 because you're going to increase your emergency fund from that $1,000 over time, maybe even the first six months or so, get it up to $500. And then in the next six months or so, get it up to $2,000. But we want to keep applying the money above your emergency fund limit, whether it's $1,000, $1,500, or $2,000. Then you build it up to $4,000 or $5,000. You have a bigger emergency fund while it's in your savings. So if something would happen, you're covered and less likely having to use credit. You take the excess out, you apply it to your next credit card, which should be the highest interest rate first. And you want to apply that to that loan that has the highest interest rate. Why? Because we want to Pay that down as fast as possible so that we can get out of paying all that interest. Because the more interest you pay, the longer it will take you to get your principal paid off. So if we can get that paid down faster and get it paid off, and then the next one, and then the next one, your process will be speeding up because you're going to have less debt to be paying on. And you remember, keep paying the minimum balance the whole time. And it's going to be a slow at the beginning. And then it's going to speed up over time. And the closer to the end you get, the faster and faster it's going to be. You might be applying extra money to a loan every month, every pay period. It can get that quickly. Now, if your goal at first should be to focus on all your credit cards because that has the highest rate of interest. Focus on all your loans that have high rates of interest and pay those off first. Once you get that under control, don't stop. Look at your car loans. Pay off a car loan. If you have two car loans, pay one off. You have one car loan. If you have a first mortgage and a line of credit, that line of credit is going to go up because there's an adjustable rate on it. So you want to work on that also. Most likely it's going to be a lower rate than a car loan unless you got a really good deal on a loan on a new car. So always keep that in mind. You're always looking at what's the highest rate and you just keep applying it and you keep paying it off and keep paying it down. Now, some will argue that on your mortgage, if you get all your debt paid down, you got one mortgage and you have 3% interest and you still have you know, 25 years to go or whatever, do you pay that off early? Well, if you pay extra on your mortgage, it's not going to reduce your payment. The only way you can reduce your payment would be to refinance. And once you're refinanced, most likely, you're going to have a higher rate of interest. So those extra payments will cut time off at the end of that loan. So it all 
will depend on your situation. It all depends on, can you afford to make that monthly payment? If so, how much extra, say $100, $200, maybe they'll knock off three or four years at the end of the loan and you'll be out of that mortgage fairly faster. But it, you're paying it back with cheap money because of inflation and a 3% mortgage rate is a good deal. Believe me, my first mortgage I had was 12 and a quarter percent interest. And then when I got it refinanced down to 8%, I thought I was doing good. Then I got it down to 6% and 4%. So it's just a matter of the economics going on at the time you're doing it. So, so that's going to be up to you. Make that decision on your own. If you're older, getting close to retirement, maybe you want to pay it off. If you have some other reason why you don't want to have a mortgage on your home, if it's a valid region, reason, talk with your spouse and discuss it and make the decision. I can't tell you whether it's a good or bad because I don't know all the facts. But you don't want to use any secure debt or pay it late to pay an unsecured. Now let's talk about hospital or doctor bills. Generally speaking, they're not going to turn it over to a credit agency. It takes them months before you even get the bill. So you get a bill and maybe three or four months later, maybe you're back to work, healed up, whatever it was that caused that medical bill is, uh, you know, it's done and you're back to normal life. Well, make a minimum payment. Pay them $50, pay them $25. The more debt you have, the lower amount you're going to go. They want their money. So if you call them, if you just send a bill payment in or call them up and say, I can't afford to pay this all at once. I like to do a payments. Can I pay you $25 a month? I'll pay you on this day every month. You can count on it, blah, blah, blah. And they're most likely going to take it. But if you don't do anything and you don't call them and set up some type of plan, they may turn it over to collection. Now, hospitals will be, you got to deal with them more directly. Maybe they'll want copies of your previous year's tax returns to see how much you make. But then you got to explain to them, well, you know, I have a good income, but I have a lot of debt. I'm working on getting my debt under control. This was an emergency. It wasn't planned for. It's not in my budget. But if I could pay you $50 a month, I can put it in my budget and I can make you monthly payments. That bill might be $300,000. Don't get me wrong, it would be a lot. And then the insurance is going to pay a large chunk of it if you have insurance. So then you're going to be maybe uh, maybe twenty or 30000 is going to be due. Plead poor. That's what I did. And you'll make payments on it for three months, six months, maybe a year. And then all of a sudden, they'll quit sending you a bill. They'll just go away. And you'll call them and ask them, well, how much do I still owe? And they'll look it up. Well, we don't show you owing anything. And, well, well, they wrote the balance off. They'll collect the money for a while, and then they'll write it off when it hits a certain point. Now, I don't guarantee that, and I don't recommend you not paying it and hope they write it off. You got to call them, set up a payment plan and make payments. You got to show some good faith here in order for them to do the other part. So I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you want to contact me to request my spreadsheet for the budget 
or leave a comment or ask a question, you can send it using my email, reduceddebtincreasewealth at gmail.com. Reduced Debt Increased Wealth is all together, no spaces. If you like to ask a question, put question in the subject. If you like to request my monthly budget, put that spreadsheet in the subject matter. If you want to leave a response of any kind, just put comment in the subject matter. I will get back to you as soon as possible. Understanding your debt is an important thing in order to get it under control. So you got to quit creating new debt. You got to pay cash or use your debit card for all your needs. Two, make the minimum payment on all your debt. Three, set up a savings account, build up an emergency fund the first time thousand dollars then over a period of six months or so increase it by five hundred dollars and then after a year you should have about two thousand dollars the more the better eventually when you get your debt paid down your your emergency fund should be three to six months of your expenses how much you spend every month times six that should be what you have set aside for an emergency so if you get injured at work or you get sick and you can't go to work you have money to pay some bills track your spending and don't do it by just looking at your checking account online have a separate account countabout.com they don't pay me I don't make any money it is a tracking software or a check register where you can put in multiple checking accounts, multiple savings account, multiple credit cards. Everything that you use to pay or buy things should be in there and you should update it every pay, every week. If you go shopping and you go to four or five different stores and buy some things, maybe clothes for going back to school for your children go ahead and enter them that same day that way it's quick and easy and it's fresh in your mind and you're going to be more accurate budget after you start tracking for 30 days you might want to go back in your checking account and enter the past 30 days you're going to have categories you're going to be able to generate a report by category with totals by category you use that report to create your first budget and that's your budget amount so your first month that you track becomes the first budget dollar amounts you're going to try to match the second month so you have a budget amount is from that report you have your actual so actually when you go in every pay period and you update that account you create another report from the from the first of the month to the current date by category in the totals that's your actual spending and if you have your budget set up you have a budget you have actual and you have the difference you can see where you may be spending more money the current month than you did in the past 
You can see things. It's gonna help you plan better. You're gonna know that you got expenses coming up, so you gotta save some money, set some money aside, so you have it available to pay when it before it becomes due. Remember, in order to get out of debt, you gotta pay everything on time, and you gotta pay it on the due date, so you don't pay late fees and additional interest. We're trying to reduce what you're paying the credit card. You gotta start thinking, you gotta make the money work for you. The credit card companies has them working, the money is working for the credit card company if you owe a lot. So you gotta put your money to use to work for you. Now once you get your budget done, you can look at the detail and you can figure out, oh, why am I paying for this? I don't use that anymore. Go ahead and cancel it. You see ads on TV where you got these apps that they cancel stuff makes it easy. That's the reason, because that's how you get under control. Is if you're spending money, you might have a reoccurring payment set up for something you're not even using anymore. Get rid of it. And that'll help you save money faster. That will help you get out of debt faster. Simple, but it works. If you stay tuned on it, I'm not telling you not to spend your money on entertainment or things that you may enjoy. You just gotta be realistic at looking at where you're spending your money and try to reduce your money to where it's not really needed on, on once and focus on paying your needs on time every month and get in that habit and pay yourself first. You gotta start thinking, I need to save money instead of thinking I need to spend money. You don't need to spend anything other than for housing, food, clothes, transportation and keep that at a minimum as much as possible. You'll be glad you did so.